You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the fabulous 54 Below. Before we get started this evening, just a polite reminder, please take this moment to silence your cell phones and also there is no flash photography, please. Welcome to the 54 Below podcast. I'm Nella Vera, the club's director of marketing. Our guest today is a New York City-based performer who has originated numerous principal roles in various Broadway productions, including such shows as The Wedding Singer, Grease, Honeymoon in Vegas, and more. He's a longtime member of the band The Petersons, who have performed all over New York over the course of almost 20 years. On February 3rd, he returns to 54 Below with his solo show featuring all original music. The show's name is I Colegas. Matthew Saldivar, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. We're so excited to have you at 54 Below. How are you doing? Um, for everyone listening, we're taping this a couple of weeks before the holidays. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it is snowing outside. I'm looking out my window, and there's a beautiful snowfall. And across the street is the Guthrie Theater, where I'm performing in a Christmas carol, which is very much Amazing. a hol- holiday tradition. So that's oh. <laughs> two years running. That's a holiday tradition for me. Oh, that's so fun. You know, I, I'm kind of obsessed with the Christmas carol. I see it everywhere I can. It's my favorite Dickens novel. I've read it many times. So that just makes me so happy. And I haven't seen the Guthrie's. So one of these years, I'm going to have to go see it. Yeah, um, this is this is a new production uh, that we built last year. Uh, oh, great. How yeah, fun. I'm sure people really appreciate it. They yeah. do. It's, it's quite moving. Let me ask you about your show of 54 Below. Is this your first solo show with us? This is my first solo show. It's titled I Colegas. Um, what's your inspiration for the show? Well, originally uh, I was going to perform during uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, but I had to push my my concert because I got a job that I could not refuse. Fortunately, 54 Below is very accommodating and gave me a, a new date. But originally, uh, there was I was there was going to be a, a greater focus on um, the songs that I've written that are in Spanish, and uh, so I fittingly had a subtitle there under my name that said "Y Colegas," um, referring to friends of mine who I've played with before and who I expected to play with uh, in October, uh, and now those colegas uh, will be playing with me in January with maybe a few less songs in Spanish. That's so exciting. So you're singing your own music 
written in both English and Spanish. Um, uh, did you grow up in a household that spoke both languages? Uh, yes. Uh, I wasn't raised bilingual, but my father is from Mexico, and uh, my mother learned Spanish uh, over the course of their marriage. And I also learned Spanish over the course of my life. And so a lot of the songs that I wrote in Spanish were were attempts to kind of get closer to that um, part of my family culture and uh, to that part of myself. Uh, and I also wrote a number of songs while I was doing a, a master's in Spanish at Middlebury College over the summers as a, um, in my 30s, really. Uh, and so every summer I would write a, a tune up there and perform it at the end of the summer in there. Oh, summer wonderful. cabaret, yeah. So. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you write in English and translate to Spanish or do you write in Spanish from the get-go? Well, I mean, most of what I write, I write in English, period. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I write in, I, no, I, when I write in Spanish, I, I write with Spanish as the original language, so to speak. Um, oh, fantastic. And it's, yeah, fantastic. and it's just, it's a fun way to, to, for me to explore language and imagery because the things that, the words that I reach for or that come to me or the images that, um, uh, manifest in the songs, the ideas uh, are, are, are a little more surprising to me, and I'm mm -hmm. a little more forgiving of them than I am in English. You know, you're always one is always so worried about, ah, oh, somebody's already said that before, said it better, you know, <laughs> for s somehow because Spanish is my second language and kind of full of mystery still. Um, yeah. There's just more f to be discovered in that uh, f for me. Yeah, I love that you did a master's. That's a something that I've wanted to do, maybe not a master's, but take more Spanish language classes. Mm -hmm. You know, Spanish was my first language, and then I learned English, and kind of uh, English has taken over, but sometimes I think in Spanish, mm. and sometimes I translate in my head in Spanish, or I dream in Spanish, which is weird. Yeah. But I've, yeah. I have the vocabulary of an eight-year-old, because that's how old I was when I came, so I would love to take, I think in college I took a Cervantes class, but I would love to do something like a master's or at least an extended period where I catch up to adult language rather than eight-year-old language. So Matt, tell us who or what are some of your musical inspirations? So I grew up with a with a group of really close-knit friends, and, and we spent our summers playing frisbee in high school and college. And uh, one summer I said, that we got to find something else to do besides play frisbee. I said, we should buy instruments and, and, and have a band. So that was... That that was the first band I ever played with, and we we learned classic rock songs uh, mostly, and so that that was the original inspiration for me, and and a lot of what I write is still kind of born out of the classic rock vibe. Were there any particular artists that you loved that you guys covered a lot? <laughs> well, we 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 still play a lot of Neil Young. I still play with those guys, and we we play a lot oh of Neil gosh. Young, a lot of Rolling Stones now, you know. And I think you have one of them come is coming to join you, on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my childhood friends. Uh, we've been friends. We like to say since the Ford administration. Uh, Mark, Spr <laughs> Mark Springer is going to be playing guitar with me, on. Uh, oh, fantastic! Uh, uh, yeah. So tell us Maybe about your through. band for the concert. Um, well, you know, one one, one never knows uh, who's going to show up uh, <laughs> for a number of reasons. Um, but uh, but I'm hoping to have my friend Sean Knoll on saxophone and flute and uh, the great actor and musician Rick Holmes on drums. Uh, hopefully my friend uh, Josh Rua 
uh, multiple instruments and uh, and then my friend Mark on on guitar. You know, oh, the, wonderful. The thing, the, the thing is, is that like I, I am, as I've said before, okay, more of an actor who sings than a than a a, a, a great tenor of the of the of the musical theater of Broadway. But my interest in music has provided me with tremendous opportunities. Um, had I not spent all of these years kind of writing my own music and like buying many guitars and sticking them under the sofa and you know just spending time in my room making melodies and sounds for my own satisfaction for my own joy and out of my own longing um then i don't think that i would have had these opportunities to work with truly truly great musicians in in the, the theater composers in the theater um i yeah i've I, I did a show with Randy Newman in Los Angeles, um, singing his music, and oh, wow. uh, yeah, it was it was called Randy Newman's Harps and Angels that Jerry Zachs directed, and it was just a song through, um, kind of a song cycle, I guess, of uh, of his music, and you know, I, I met him and worked with him, and uh, I mean that that's mind bending to me that I that I, I would have ever ended up working with someone like that or I worked on an Elvis Costello musical and it's like sang a solo like with Elvis Costello like teaching it to me on the piano and I worked on Stephen Sondheim's last musical and you know with him in the room singing a solo singing a solo for for him I mean like that's that's crazy uh, you know I'm I'm I never thought of myself as that kind of person in the musical theater but but my love for music my love of music yeah gave me the chance to to work with those people so you know whenever i'm strumming on my guitar and trying to write a a, a little ditty i think well you know it's paid off maintaining <laughs> your, your love and your relationship to music is has has, has paid off you know and so many shows now have a different sound or you know they're not so many are the same old sort of golden age musicals anymore and there's plenty of rock and roll and contemporary um, sounds. In fact, I interviewed somebody a few months ago that said, you know, she's a legit soprano. She's like, there's no more parts for legit sopranos in contemporary mm, right. you know, music. Um, and yeah, I just thought, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy to me. But, you know, it's great in the sense that other types of sounds are in, in our world now. And um, you're not the first actor who has a rock and roll heart. You know, like like a Norbert yeah. Leovitz or or Jared yeah. Spector, you know, who loves yeah. Springsteen but does a lot of musical theater. Um, so I think, it, and it all serves you so well because you you are able to be so versatile. If somebody has a rock and roll show, or you know, an Elvis Costello show, you know, they know who to yeah. call out of these actors who have this range of musical styles. Um, that's so great. Um, in terms of uh, you know your show. Um, so you said that you are, you were inspired by rock and roll. Has that always been, or did you ever have like different phases? Like a lot of people, you know, you fall into different types of phases like new age, or is it most, are you really a rock and roll guy or, you know, are there some ballads in your show? Or? Uh, there are a lot of ballads in, in my oh, show. Great. I mean, really like, frankly, like most of what I write has to do with, love and longing and 
that is it's true for a great many writers throughout history um hey taylor swift right (laughs) oh absolutely who's a tremendous songwriter but um but that that's that's really what i write about and and um you know people shouldn't be scared of that because it it's it it is that it's it's the it's the the feeling of love and longing that all human beings feel and like in sufi poetry you know there's this that concept that you know it's the desire to be rejoined uh, to the beloved lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have a strong background as a classical actor. Um, I've actually, I've seen you at the public, at Classic Stage, at Tafana. I even saw the Much Ado at the Shakespeare Theater and something oh, wow. at Hudson Valley Shakes. I think it was the Scottish play. Uh, uh, I have was not, it? I have not, not performed at uh, Hudson Valley. Oh, okay. So it's too I'm bad because I grew up that. directly across the river and that's where I was oh, band. It's Ian Garrison. Okay. So, but I did yeah. see you at the Shakespeare Theater in Much Ado, I think. Yes, you did. Don John? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But, so then I was really surprised when I saw you in a musical because I assumed mm-hmm. you were a Shakespeare guy. <laughs> you know, how right. did you, um, did you train as a classical actor or as a musical actor or as a musician? Uh, I got a, I got my MFA in acting at NYU. And so, you know, I, I studied all kinds of things in that program, um, including what one would call a kind of a, a classical training Um but uh, yeah, my my experiences as a professional uh, have been quite varied, and I'm really really grateful for that. Um, you know, I've I've I think I believe I've done somewhere around fifteen like full professional productions of musicals. Um, wow. And yet I've, 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 as you say, like I've done a lot of other kinds of theater um, from some kind of really far out stuff and really, really uh, uh, yeah. off, off and off, off Broadway um, stuff that I've created, um, as well as, you know, as you say, um, actual classical work, Shakespeare and uh, Ben Johnson and... Uh, or classical adjacent, uh, like yeah, the Bernhardt yeah. play. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Bernhardt Hamlet. St. Joan, yeah, too, I right? Mean, yeah. Yes, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, Shaw. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful to, to be able to 
have opportunities in those worlds, which for some people uh, I've heard feel quite exclusive. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, how you've managed to stay so versatile because so many actors, particularly the ones of our generation, tended to be pigeonholed into certain types or styles. And then once you were that, you were that. And when you look back at your career, you know, how do you think you managed, you know, apart from talent and luck, um, you know, to be so versatile? It's or- because I was given the opportunities to do that. You know, I was, uh, give, I was afforded the education to be able to learn some skill sets that give me a chance to do it or give me like the credentials, so to speak, to do it so that I am considered for those roles or for those opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm really grateful to my education not not just because I l- did learn some skill sets, but because those particular educations at Middlebury College and at NYU, I feel uh, gave me some access. And yeah, I don't take that for granted. You know, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I, I also have a theory, which I think pe- actors who have musical abilities can do classics well something to do with the heightened language and being able to wrap your mouth around it. And I've always, sure. you know, because there's a musicality and a, a you know, a it rhythm. It takes to a lot of breath. takes yeah. a lot of breath. Yeah. And breathing is a big part of music, obviously. <laughs> uh, and not just singing, you know. I'm, you know, when people play mm-hmm. an instrument, it, there's this yeah. kind of a breathing that goes along with it. And this, you know, these elongated breaths or, you know, quick um, kind of pulses and uh, and that's very very much a part of speaking those um, complex long lines of classical text yeah yeah I think that makes sense uh, when you look back at your career are there any favorite roles that you can tell us about um, or any I mean there's highlights there's... production highlights that you <laughs> yeah you know that uh, were special well, I'm, I, it's that's really hard to say. I, it, as you know, as we've already discussed, I, I've had a, a real, um, a diverse uh, set of experiences, and and that's the thing that I'm most grateful for. Uh, you know, a combination, uh, kind of like legit dramatic role, as that went hand in hand with being in a musical was, I toured South Pacific. Uh, in 2009 and 10 uh, in the Lincoln Center production um, playing Luther Billis and that was a great great example of being in a great piece of musical theater where you just feel like you're also just in this great script (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) this great great story very deep very sophisticated and um, And it was a beautiful production too yeah. yeah and you know so as an actor um, who loves music to be in that production was a a thrill. It was just a Cadillac production, beautifully, beautifully done. And uh, yeah, you know, a stunning, absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, you were also in one of my favorite shows of all time, Peter and the Starcatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, more than any other show, I think that that show had stage movement that felt so tightly choreographed. And it was just really beautiful and moved like no other play that I've ever seen. Musicals, yes, but not plays. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that and how, you know, what your experience was with that? 
did they i don't remember it's been so long did they have a, a choreographer and a music movement person yeah. this, uh, the uh, the great and in demand stephen hoggett uh, oh yeah did, did the movement for that and uh, he you, you he is he is ubiquitous um he, he's a very special uh talent and uh so he he was a great part of that you know and alex timbers was also a big part of creating that kind of a uh, intricate aesthetic um using human bodies as well as uh scenic elements but uh yeah as you say high, highly choreographed um very specific yeah it's, uh, it was an amazing show i was very very fortunate to be a part of that to come into it with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In addition to your work as an actor, you've been a longtime member of the Petersons, which the New York Times described as a hipster theater mock rock group with a devoted following. Can you talk more about the Petersons and how that came about and how you became involved with it? And yeah, so the the way that I got involved with the Petersons is that uh, two of my schoolmates uh, started that band, uh, Adam Stein and Kira Naughton, uh, at, uh, two of my schoolmates from NYU in the graduate acting program. And so they came to me one day and said, uh, hey, uh, we're thinking of starting a band. Uh, would you like to be in it? And I said, sure. And they said, cool. Um, can you play drums? And I said, uh, yes, which is not entirely true. But, uh, you know, I can play a little drums. So I, I said, yes. <laughs> They're like, great, you'll be the drummer. And then they came back and they said, hey, um, we have this other friend uh, who's a, this great drummer. Uh, we want to be in the band. So uh, can you play uh, uh, lead guitar? I'm not really a lead guitar player either, but I said, yes, yes, I'll play lead guitar. And they said, great. And then they came back and they're like, hey, we we found this other guy from Juilliard who's uh, like a genius <laughs> lead guitar player. Um, uh, would you, can you play bass? Would you play bass? And I said, yes. So uh, for the second time in my life, I ended up playing bass in a band <laughs> because <laughs> nobody else wanted to do it. No, because, um, just because I said yes. And so... Um, that band. But you did play bass, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a bit. Again, I, I come out of like a punk rock, rock and roll yeah. kind of place, you know. Um, so that band became the Petersons, and uh, that was a theatrical outfit, and we did basically like a situation comedy 
like a serialized live uh, narrative about this group of uh, f- fictional uh, folk from upstate New York who were in a band. And so we did, it was kind of like sketch comedy and, uh, and improv, uh, as well as these sets of original music. Uh, and we did many, many, many of those. I, I don't know how many, but dozens uh, of uh, live shows around New York. And uh, did it for about really almost, I don't know, 18 years, uh, something like that. 16 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And did it surprise you? Like how, you know, the longevity, but also the the following that they developed, or that the band developed? Yes, certainly. The longevity is the truly surprising part. But um, it's a, it's a lovely. Uh, group of people and we worked with a lot of friends we'd have friends come in as guests and so it really kind of was a self-fulfilling prophecy that it built this kind of little community around it and um, and so yeah I mean we stuck together uh, I think because because ultimately we really <laughs> love each other um, you know we had our we had our our uh, cliche uh, band struggles uh, because every band is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, you know, it's just, they're not, they're not built to last uh, generally speaking because it's, they are chosen families and they come yeah. with all of the drama of, of a family, you know, but you, but they're not your family. So you can split. <laughs> <laughs> eh, you can split true. your own family if you want, you know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and then, you know, you're for this show at 54 Villa, you're performing your own music. So how would you describe your music and your style and, and the type of stuff that you like to write and perform? Well, I mean, for starters, when 54 Below asked me if I was interested in doing a show, I said yes uh, for a number of reasons. One, because it's good to say yes, generally speaking. And... And because, um, you know, I'm still kind of in a bit in that pandemic mindset where it's like, I, I just, I just want to do things and make things and I don't want anything to stop me. And, you know, so many of us, you know, fought through that, that time, like doing whatever we could to stay creative. And so exactly. I wasn't about to, I wasn't about to, to hem and haw about the opportunity to do a show at 54 below. I was like, I'll be there and I'll bring some friends. Um, and then the question was, well, what do I want to do for a show at 54 Below? You know, I've seen many, many shows there. I've performed as uh, a member of the Petersons there. Uh, I've performed with all kinds of kind of shows in concert, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, as part of a series of, you know, composers um, presenting their work, collections of songs and whatnot. So... I've seen a a lot of stuff at 54 Below Um, and I have so many friends who've done the done solo shows and and, you know there's a lot of of musical theater and there's a lot of American Songbook and there's a lot of pop you know music like uh, An Evening of uh, Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga yeah 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 yeah. Um, and which is awesome and and I would love to do like I would love to do all of those versions of a show (laughs) you know I would love to um there's so many writers that I love. The reason that I wanted wanted to play my own music was because making my own music has been such a huge part of my life. It's been a very, very big part of my private life. 
um, much of the music that I played with the Petersons uh, was written by other members of the band. We all wrote. And so I had a collection of songs that I did with that band. But I've been writing music since the early 90s. Actually, since the, uh, yeah, early 90s. And, and so those are very, very, very personal, uh, private endeavors that have uh, been very important to me in terms of sustaining me as a creative person uh, throughout my career um, in my travels and in my relationships and uh, and so I I saw the opportunity to play an evening of my own material uh, in a really high quality venue in an intimate venue and and I just didn't want to miss the opportunity to do that and to get friends to play with me and to invite friends to be with me and with each other uh, in a room and to experience that um, I, I, I say with great humility you know because I know that I'll mm-hmm. be kind of the uh, 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 the focus of the event but but it really has a lot to do with just getting people together to um, hopefully enjoy sound uh, made by humans who are there to make sound for you um, and that sound will contain some of my own personal meditations and thoughts and rhymes and melodies and um, and so I hope that that will be a, a beautiful thing uh, and something that people will appreciate being together for. Yeah, I think I think we will. You know, the, that's the special part of, of an intimate venue is that you get to see an artist in a different way than you would on a larger stage, and you get to kind of peek into their soul and their heart a little bit more. So that's very exciting, and, you know, we love all of our shows, but I, I do find that the ones that are more personal like this, where people are performing their music, often just really reveal so many things about, you know, this person that we're seeing on stage. So that's great. We're so excited. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk to me about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm so honored and uh, excited uh, to be playing at 54 Below on February 3rd. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. Matthew Saldivar makes his solo debut at 54 Below on February 3rd at 9.30 p.m., Limited tickets are still available, so grab yours now at 54below.com. You've been listening to the 54 Below podcast, part of the Broadway Podcast Network. Subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.